He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and it's a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, awkwardwithevan.com for every last episode, all on one page. And of course, to support patreon.com slash funny Evan. So I'm going into my uh, Theta Chi, a fellow Theta Chi brother of mine, uh, from a different chapter. He saw me perform at Central Missouri State, I believe. It may have been around like 2014 or 2015, but then uh, we reconnected because I found out he is now doing the independent wrestling thing, and it's only been a little bit, but he has a big match October 1st in St. Joseph, Missouri. Now, he doesn't want me to say this. His name is his uh, shoot name, as we like to say in the business, Elijah Beers, if you guys that recognize him, but don't call him that. He's Ernie Elwood. And he's, he's about to bring the pain uh, as he hits the mat, hits the ropes, wherever he goes. So here's my talk with him. And uh, yeah, here's, here's, here's myself and uh, Ernie Elwood. Boom. Okay. Socially awkward. And I could not pass up this chance. This man is wrestling at Shut Up and Wrestle. In Missouri, HarleyRace.com. Get your tickets. Mr. Ernie Elwood, how are you, sir? How are you? How, how are you doing? Good. I'm good. How so how the this is how long have you been wrestling? I want to know that first of all. So I've been training for a little just a little under a year. Uh-huh. Um my goes out in Colorado for a company called Rocky Mountain Pro. Oh, oh yeah. And they did, did like uh they do like TV stuff about that. My first actual break was with them. Uh, uh just worked out in Texas. I've actually uh-huh. been wrestling like months in. Yeah. Of actual wrestling, but I trained wow. for, for leading up to that. Where? So, did you train in Missouri, or were you training in Colorado? In Missouri, uh, under a guy named Niles Blanquet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, here's here's the big thing we've got coming up here. Then, uh, let me let me show it to them. You have a match. Here, October 1st, Church Gymnasium, working your way up. And uh, if I was in Missouri, oh, it's in, yeah, it's in Missouri. Okay. Should be a good time. Uh, what, what can you, what can you tell me about this event? Have you done World League Wrestling before, or is this your first? This will be my debut with them. I'm going up against Leland Race, which is Harley Race's son. Oh, wow. Uh, to people that know wrestling, Harley Race is a wrestling le- legend. Yeah. Harley Race is a wrestling 
wrestling legend. Uh, yeah. Leland's, Leland's a cool guy. I'm thankful for that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and can't wait to sling ring. So, so let's say, so people come up and they, they see you. Are there, are there wrestlers that you remind people of, or are there wrestlers that you remind yourself of? Like what, what, what can we expect if we go to an early Elwood match? Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Out of me. Uh, I, I, my tag partner, we, uh, we are the men with morals. So we're, we're definitely, we, we, we promote positivity. We promote, uh, and I mean, I can really characterize myself as I kind of got a blue meanie vibe to me. I don't know what that, <laughs> I don't know, if that, but I, I do, I do like blue meanie, so I won't. There we go. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm just excited, man. I don't really uh, know what what I could classify myself as, compare myself to. Um, besides Ernie Elwood, so we're so we're not going to mention like your real name then, because I, I think your real name is a great wrestling name, though. Yeah, Have you ever thought yeah, to go by so, that? I did. I actually created. Uh, I I originally branded myself like strong friend. My real name. Um, yeah. Now I've kind of incorporated more. I went with Ernie Elwood uh, because, for one, Ernie. I'm a huge Ernest. Uh, like Ernest goes to the camp. Um, <laughs> I love those movies. I yeah. love Ernest movies. Mm-hmm. And then actually, my great grandpa's name, and kind of paying homage to him. And it just so happened that my tag partner was from El. So his. His name is Bert Cameron. I'm, yes. from Cameron. I'm from a town called Cameron. So, so he's, I'm El, Ernie Elwood. So it kind of just plays hand in hand. And we're Bert and Ernie. <laughs> well, this is amazing. When when did you decide you wanted to, to give wrestling a shot? I mean, were you... Growing up, were there like favorite wrestlers of yours? Or yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been when I was a kid. Uh, my favorite wrestlers growing up up were your obvious ones that everybody else like, and their mid twenties would probably The Rock, Stone Cold, yeah. um, K. Um, mm-hmm. nowadays I still a big fan uh, of a lot of pro wrestling at Kenny Omega yeah. who was really 
Kenny Omega really was the one that kind of like, cause I was a lapsed fan and for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched a Kenny Omega match. Um, I watched a lot of Japanese wrestling matches, like made me love good pro wrestling instead of entertainment aspect of it all. Cause I just yeah. thought that it was too much soap pop. Now, now, now that I've been tra- training and I've been doing this, I understand the value. Like, yeah, and the value of the entertainment aspect to it, because you can be a great wrestler and an ability, and it won't get you anywhere. All right, but you can you can be a worker and have an amazing ability entertainment far more than anything else so do you follow more of like how there's like a there's like a performance center now and you can follow things like nxt and even like the ww network had that show like breaking ground can you kind of see yourself there or like when you see they have like these mass tryouts like you can see like where those those people are coming from not that you would like ever you know i don't know if you wanted to go do those or if that's something like in your future but like do you kind of see how like what goes into it now does that seeing that stuff out there help you knowing that yeah. there's like a total package to it definitely like being able to recognize the opportunities that are out there yeah definitely um and having creative that I have, have friendships with. Yeah. Uh, it'll open doors for me. Yeah. I, I have aspirations to take it, take major level, obviously, yeah. but at the same time, I'm so new. I'm so fresh onto the scene. Yeah. There's far, far better talent, far better that deserve that opportunity that I'm not ready for yet. What what's come uh, the most what's come the most naturally to you now that since you started? Like do you think you're excelling more in one aspect than the other? Um my forward rolls, my ability <laughs> to roll forward on the floor. I can do that on a, on a wrestling mat, I can roll on a concrete floor i can roll on no matter uh i i've gotten that's probably my best my best capability um but outside i love to talk and so i'm getting better talking i'm getting better with stuff like that but i'm not i'm not quite confident in everything can't put myself right. over in that aspect to say that I am over the top confident that right. I'm better at one thing than the other. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in a mixing bowl right now. Yeah. And waiting for. The- cool. Um, so I guess you could do like a pretty good Kevin Owens cannonball in the corner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some- yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, from looking like, what are you, what are you watching currently? Like, do you watch 
WWE and AEW? Do you watch Impact? Do you watch NWA? Like, what do you what what are you kind of watching? Like, you were a Laps fan. When did you get back in? And what are you watching today? Um, I was back in. I watched a lot of New Japan and Ring of Honor. Um, yeah. Um, would watch the network when it was still around in America. Mm. Um, I was I was in WWE Network because I liked being able to go back and watch old stuff. Yeah. Days I like, like I do like AEW. Um, I do like WWE. I I don't watch a whole lot of WWE product. Mm-hmm. Catch clips of it here and there. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I love I love watching that they're headed right now yeah. uh, I look at them as somebody that they were a staple and they almost monopolized the entire industry but they like they were on a downhill slope and then yeah. once took over it just seems like it's been nothing but Everything is getting like a f- renewal to it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's getting brought so you, into a more modernized form of wrestling than what it was. And you've watched, so you've have you've enjoyed the the Triple H era? Yeah. Of, yeah. Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that, it's definitely to me than it was. Hmm. Um. WWE is like the top yeah like that AEW is making its way up there but as of right now it's the top the top yeah above it all and to see like while AEW was really competitive with it whenever it was when WWE was on but then seeing WWE kind of just bolster themselves back up where it's just been it's been entertaining to see because that yeah i was really you meant that it was fall off all right gonna get back to my talk with ernie but first a way to support this podcast is by going to patreon.com slash funny evan right now my only patron is my mother-in-law my mom tapped out i'm trying to get her back but in the meantime, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support this. So I have more time to get guests, more resources to upgrade equipment and setup. Um, Cause I use a great restream platform uh, to share all the video of this. Um, but yeah, you can be a, a, I give you an awkward with army certificate. I can send you an awkward, socially awkward t-shirt. Um, so there's a lot uh, of things you can do here. If you have certain tiers that you prefer, or if my tiers are unrealistic to you, judge for yourself by going to patreon.com slash funny evan so let's get back to the rest of my interview with ernie elwood oh yeah it, it uh, keeps going no matter what even with like covid yeah. it was the only thing going so yep. <laughs> what did you did you watch much in college like i because I, I guess we cross paths our paths were i you uh theta chi central missouri state yep. i guess and uh, and I guess I did a show there probably like 2014 ish. I'm thinking, uh, yep. I don't know, maybe uh, it was early. 
2013. I have to check my website. I keep track of it there, but I, uh, I, I watched, I watched wrestling. Then at that point, it was mostly just pay per views. Yeah, like we would all get, we would all like get together and we just spend time time in the rooms uh, and just watch a pay per view. Yeah, whenever it was on, but that was that was like of it. Um, um, it wasn't like oh we'd watch it. It was more so we all just thought we knew what was going to happen. So then we <laughs> there and try to predict. Yeah, I remember. I think I stayed in like a a dorm when I did my show there. Uh, I have a good photo from that. I have like a photo. I think there's like an American flag and a Theta Chi logo like on the stage. Or oh, I should have I should have it around. Uh, it's a it's a virtual background somewhere. But yeah, um, yeah, it was that was a good time. Do you, do you stay in touch with the guys? Like, do the guys like will they come to your matches yet, or is it still too early? To have that, um, it's probably still. I'd say it's still too early. There are a few of them. The ones that are closer to me, like yeah, location-wise, I'm sure they'll they'll. I know a few of them are, are making show. Um, mm. that, that October first show for Shut Up and Wrestle. Yeah, uh, I've got a few of them that are making their making the trip up for that. Uh. Really, where, where are they up from? Up from where? Like, where was St. Joseph's? Like, for people that don't know Missouri, like I know they've been in They know St. Louis, or maybe they know Springfield. But where's where's St. Joe? Um, Saint, probably like thirty minutes north of Kansas City, like or okay, northwest, like northwest of Kansas City. Okay, uh, like thirty minutes west of me yeah um and i'm 30 minutes north north of kansas city but you can basically skip down 29 and get get there from kansas city and it's a lot lot quicker but it's and i may may be off on the time but but there's there's a pretty close of Kansas City. Okay. Uh, it's probably like the third biggest town or biggest Missouri, mm-hmm. I would say, or close to. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it's where Missouri Western University is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's just kind of in the northwest area of Missouri. That that'd be about where I'd put it would be in northwest Missouri, close to, to Kansas. It's like right on the Kansas border on the northwest side of Missouri. Yeah, I mean I've I've been a wrestling fan for so long, and I just feel like the being a comedian and a wrestler are very close to each other um, in terms of not just what you do kind of on the stage, but also like off the stage. So are you're at a yeah. point where you're, you're looking to like on your weekends, you're going to try to like see where the matches are, or you'll try to be booked like, you know, anywhere kind of like to do anything part of your career where it's like, you need me to do this. I'll, I'll be there. Is that 
That's kind of what your your goals I, are doing yeah, now. Um, I'm uh, very much willing to be booked anywhere. Yeah. Um, um, he does a great job of setting up opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. Me and everybody else that trains with the, with, with him over mm-hmm. at Pony Express Wrestling. Okay. That school in Missouri. <laughs> No. Uh, and, do, and do you get told about uh, like being extras? Because sometimes, like if there's a, you know, the show's coming to town, like just submit here, and maybe they'll use you as an extra. Yeah. Uh, so, big bulk of the people that I train with, with um, have have been used. Uh, did you see Wardlow do the, the twenty man? Oh yeah, twenty against one security guards. Okay, a good handful of those security guards were that I've been with training to get. Since I started, they've been around the entire time. Wow. A lot of, I haven't done any extra work myself, but yet opportunities arise to do do that. Yeah. I am 100% going to take take it do you do you have like do you see is there a certain brand you think on tv that you blend in with you think more that you would kind of fit in a little better with or is it a little too early to tell about that like like one day i see myself i'm this type of guy i could probably like blend in over here on this show anything uh i i don't really i don't want to say that i'd blend in anywhere more yeah. than than the other, um, yeah. Um, because I think I would fit into wherever I'm given the opportunity to fit in. I yeah. would find my way and make and do what is necessary of me and, and be the wrestler I'm supposed to. Just, just work until I can't no more. Yeah. Um, I like I, I like what a lot of these brands are doing. I I've been done lately i've been impressed with wwe lately mm-hmm. i've been impressed with since the beginning um since it's short it's not yep i can hipster i can hipster cool that one say i'm i'm, I'm hipster cool with that w since it started <laughs> um but there's a lot of promotions around smaller promotions yeah all throughout the country that are amazing um, there's a guy who runs down in Springfield and Arkansas and United States but it's for, for mid states wrestling is mm-hmm. the company who runs it is an awesome awesome promoter uh and to or seen of his it's basically been sold out crowd it's it's just cool to see setups, the production style, and getting to see the difference in production levels too. Because mm-hmm. there's small shows and big shows, and a lot of these smaller shows, you can set promoters put into it, and then you see like the big show. There's a whole different level of like effort being 
put in where it's been putting in a bunch of effort to make a show happen yeah. for the smaller shows for the bigger sh- so it's like with WWE and AEW and companies like that people putting that show together and making it the way it is and it's even more respect goes to the promoters for the smaller shows that are doing all that work so it's like just so much work is put in respect to all of them what a couple other things i want to see if uh uh, did you ever watch the show heels on stars did you ever get around to hearing of that did you see it at all watched one of the first episode and then I fell asleep. <laughs> Not because the show was boring. I just have a horrible attention span. Okay. But, but no, I, I think it did a it did a good job of captures like, you know, the independent promotion. Yeah, like I so growing up, one of my favorite movies all that Mickey Rourke movie. Um, oh, the wrestler? You mean him doing that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was was like one of my all-time favorite movies growing up as a kid. Yeah. So, so I've always had, had like an interest in it, and, and what the indie scene was like in that era, like what the indie mm-hmm. scene was, and I mean, there's still parts of it that are relevant today. Um, compared to then and, and it's like man so, so cool is how that that is and i i do pl- plan on actually watch, watching that show i mm-hmm. have stars for a reason and that is the only reason i have a subscription to it i just haven't said watch it yeah that's yeah the only reason i got paramount plus was to watch beavis and butthead do the universe but uh you know they have other stuff there now too they have other iterations of beavis and butthead so you know, the whole and Picard, but that's that's just me. Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten to that yet. Um, I guess I want to ask you one thing about like what's going on currently in wrestling. Uh, as someone like you're just starting out, and you know you're trying to get your experience, and then when you like, I don't know if you followed what happened after All Out at the press conference with CM Punk, you know, kind of poo pooing some people, and then you have him getting vacated, his title getting vacated, Omega and the Young Bucks get their titles vacated for having a fight. And I mean, I'm extremely excited for grand slam AEW. but what do you make? Like, what's your take on like a wrestlers that get into that stuff after a major pay-per-view and they kind of like, I don't know what, what, what was your takeaway from what kind of went down there? Um, I just, I, I look at it as like, there's, there's, built up anger most of the time people go into the mindset of if you're the champion and you're invincible um and i was actually just watching uh dutchman interview or like podcast that he had done and he was discussing the everybody or cm punk just kind of thought um so in that situation it kind of seemed like I don't since, since I wasn't there I can't claim one side is right one side is wrong yeah 
but it was basically a receipt for uh, uh, Hangman going and Punk went into business for himself. Right. What uh, did Hangman? What did Hangman actually do? Because I did see CM Punk like call out Hangman, and then like he never came out. But what did what did Hangman do before that, or was that um, after? I, I I think that Hangman said something about like workers' rights in a promo. For instance, like CM Punk said he was coming in to help with the wrestling, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and it to Hangman saying, but that's not actually true. It was all like it wasn't directly in reference, but it was to Colt Cabana uh, losing his AEW contract. Oh yeah, that's right. Sign sign a contract with Ring of Honor instead, right? And the whole direction of it. Um, mm-hmm. um, and so that was where, like, it took me, and it wasn't really until that Dutch Mantel. Uh, podcast that I had just watching all of it together, and I was like, okay, that kind of puts some of those pieces I was kind of confused about. But yeah. I, I had the way that AEW handled it, right? I, I am so, so glad that they stripped the belt and. Yeah, I mean, CM Punk was hurt or is hurt anyway, so he, he's out for a while. It's it's right. cool to see. It's cool to see them actually like just kind of take a stand. We're gonna yep. we're gonna have a tournament for this, and whoever is the champion, and that's that's that. And then yeah. trio's title, I was glad. To see it be the uh, the death triangle, I was mm-hmm. glad to see death triangle get over because I love love Pack. I think oh, yeah. Pack is hands down all of professional wrestling right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right, well, awesome. This was super super fun to to get you on here and and see what you do. I mean, from I don't know from from the from the gra- from your promo. Like, I'll put up the the blue meanie again. I mean, it's a throwback look. I mean, I don't, I'm not even sure. Like, w- have people come up to you and say like, "What does that look like?" Like, you look like, "Oh, you kind of look like a young so and so," or you're like a that you ever get anything like who you remind people of or no? Um, not not yet. Okay, not yet. I. Okay. So, in this my last uh, my last day in Texas, I added some more to my style. I don't even wear eyelet in the ring or anything like yeah. that. It's uh, trunks with the like a crop top. I, I just wear <laughs> underneath of them. Uh, because and the five star bot because yeah. I have a 
five-star body. Um, I, I hope, I hope people come out and see the five-star body in St. Joe. So that's, yep. That's what I'm expecting. I, I'm hoping. Well, the, the blue meanie look is good. I mean, I think, cause you can always like bring the straps down when you get really pissed, like we like Wardlow does or Big E. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a good, it's always a good tool to have. Yeah. Cool, man. So yeah, so uh, glad to reconnect. And you're you're at Ernie Wrestles on all social media. So I have to add you on all my places. The podcast will add you. And uh, and yeah, this is this is good. Go out, go out there, follow follow you, follow your dates. And uh, yeah, you'll be you'll be beating up Wardlow in no time. I hope. <laughs> Thank you so much, Evan. You got it, man. All right, I want to thank Ernie Elwood for coming on. Check him out on the road. Also, he's in the faction Men With Morals. I think that's what they're called, or it's a tag team. Either way, it's very entertaining to see him doing that. He seems to be going about it the right way, good attitude. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he'll be, he reminds you a little of, uh, who is it, ZZ from Tough Enough? He has a little bit of that going on. But uh, he doesn't want to be reminded of anyone. He's going to be the first Ernie Elwood. So stay awkward, because you know I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.